Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Trigger warning, girls. This week's episode, we will be discussing sensitive topics such as eating disorders and bulimia. So if you're going to be triggered, tune in or tune out. Hey, girls. Welcome back to Unfaced and Un-Fucking-Bothered. I'm Camo. I'm Tisha. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about, okay, on today's episode, we're going to be um, talking about, you know, how fucking gorgeous I am every fucking day. I'm balling on these bitches, balling on these bitches, hey, balling on these bitches. Oh my God, the way it just keeps fucking up my face. If you're watching. It's giving iguana. Uh, uh, It's giving that. Also, I'm having nightmares lately. Really? What, what about what? Like it's like PTSD, like dead ass. It really is. I'm telling you, it's like scary dreams that like I'm in the trenches again. And like, <gasps> um, but some of them are like hard to remember, and like I'm in these buildings, like these long ass hotels, and I can't get out of it. And it's like so many stories high, and like I'm just running, running, running on all these damn levels of the hotel, and can't find myself to get out. If there's any mediums in the chat. Or any astrologers out there, please let us know what this means. Also, I want to take a moment. Okay, so on my second TikTok, I just post like random shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, less pressure, bitch. <laughs> so I just post whatever. But like sometimes, like it's just fun to like not really care about what you post or whatever. Yeah. And I had like posted this room tour of Greenlee's room because... I had rearranged it yesterday. It looked so cute. It was so cute and precious. And, you know, it's like nobody fucking asked. And, like, people just give these answers or or they just, like, write these comments. And I'm like, well, that's good that I didn't ask you. But, like, these people are like, oh, my gosh, her TV is too big for her room. Don't you think that's a little excessive? No, actually, I don't. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather do that than keep having to upgrade her fucking TV. And then they're like, can you please get the trampoline away from the window? Okay, period per. And then somebody said, oh, I don't know if you know this, but astrology is demonic and I know you love Jesus because she has Scorpio stuff like astrology shit on her walls. Like, please kindly suck my pussy. Thank you. (laughs) Hold on. This visual is fuck. One second. Don't say a word. We be having so many technical difficulties. Yes. Yes, we do. And also, like, sometimes I get really scared that, like, people like family friends or like even like some family members watch our episodes because they probably like hear me and they're like Taysher I can't believe you said the p word Taysher pussy I can't believe you'd say something like that you disgrace you're a disgrace you disgrace we are disowning you from this bloodline I mean I really be worried my gum chewing girl get it together (laughs) why didn't you say something bitch I need some gum 
I love me some gum and some doodle plates. I'm just kidding. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, I woke up today and chose violence. Um, sometimes. <laughs> um, no, but I don't know what it is. But like the last few weeks, like everything has been getting on my nerves. And it's probably because like my hormones and all that shit are still trying to get back. No, you know what? That's a lie. I'm just going to blame it on the fact that I'm just a bitch. Because that's really what it boils down to. Um, but like. These comments just get on my fucking nervous, bitch. Like, nobody asked you, bitch. And then somebody yesterday was like, oh, my gosh. You like Jesus? You like Jesus? <laughs> Tasia. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, wow. Like, they were, like, mad that I like Jesus. And I'm like, W-W-J-D. Yes, I do. What do you mean? Like, are you okay? And then somebody said something like, do y'all ever think she's rolling? Because every time she gets on here, she has coffee in her hand and it's barely drunk. Oh my God, you caught me. Oh my God. She's a rolling mama. Like really? What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. But speaking of rolling, I did shrooms this past weekend. And nothing happened. I was very disappointed. Um, I went on a little trip. Oh, my, Tasia. What? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I went on this little trip with some friends for a friend's birthday. And girl, there were so many of us in this house. The house was very cute and gorgeous. But there was like a, a fan. Tasia. There was this fan interaction that was just, I can't, like, so we were like, it was like two o'clock in the morning, we were in Tybee Island, and we were walking through the trenches, straight up the trenches, and we walked into this one bar, I swear to God, they were playing the cha-cha slide, and I immediately walked out, I said, this is not okay, and everybody in there was like, Caucasian, and like, 45, balding, cowboy get up. Not the balding. It was not cute and gorgeous. They was on X Games Mount. They were. And they were all just up there just cha-cha sliding. And so anyways, I fucking walk out. And this girl, I was like in a black trench coat, black dress, black leggings, black boots. And she was like, oh my God, are you like emo? <laughs> and I said, mm, whatever you want me to be. I would have said, I'm your worst nightmare. I should have said that. But then immediately when I responded to her, she recognized who I was. And she started grabbing me and she started filming me. And it was, I know that video wherever it's at out there, I look so uncomfortable. And she was so drunk and I was like tipsy enough to not give a fuck. Like she kept putting her arms around me and like, it was very obvious that she was like not really a fan of mine, but she, cause she kept referring to me as Tasia Lexus's bestie. And I was like, yeah, my bestie. And then she was like, I love Greenlee and King. I was like, King, you mean Prince? Uh, Okay, purr. But it was just so obnoxious. Like, the whole night, like, I kept trying to fucking get away from her. We would, like, go down the street, and she would not stop harassing a bitch. But, um, yeah, that was my weekend. It was very, I had some crabs. I want some more crabs. It was really good. Um, yeah. What did you do this weekend? Honestly, what, oh, so Gavin, his shop is being built. So we went to check out the shop um, and that was pretty much it, I think. And yeah, we haven't really been doing much because there's nothing to do, one. And two, like, it's hard to go out when you look this good because so many people look at you every day, you know? So it's like, stop, paparazzi, please stop. Tasia. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also, <laughs> also like, I just want to say that no matter what diet I'm on, I can always go for some sushi and fried rice. Thank you. You are obsessed with fucking fried rice. I know it's bad. I I, to I prayed today about it. I was like, please help me to stop wanting fried rice. I'm are you not fucking kidding me. I'm not kidding. I wish Tasia. I was. I had to take a prayer because it's. I had it yesterday and today, and, and I don't just. So, yeah. I don't just eat a couple bites. No, ma'am. I get. I eat the whole fucking bowl. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. It's good. It's good. How can you take one bite? You can't. You have from to eat Mr. the whole. From Mr. Choppy. From Bluefin Hibachi. 
Oh. Yeah, it's very good. The vegetable <laughs> fried rice, I ate the whole fucking thing. And if y'all know how much rice comes in that bitch, y'all would be like, what? But I, I'm sorry, I can't stop eating it. Uh and now I just want to barf because I'm so stuffed. Girl, you got to drink a fucking, um, what's it, a, a sparkling water. That's how I be getting through it. When I overindulge, bitch, I got to burp it all out, mama. Yeah, I drink a gallon of water a day. It's, but it's, it's not sparkling, so it's not going to sparkle your it's, pussy. It's 150 and I'm already drinking down by 5 p.m. No excuses. It says no excuses. And that's the truth. Tasia, what is this episode? I don't know, but I'm very, I'm living for it. We're doing very good today. Thank you. Yes, exceptional. Um, okay, so we, when we took this podcast on, um, it was something that I've like thought about for a, a while, um, but we have no experience podcasting. And I have seen some of the recent <laughs> feedback and people are like, what the fuck is going on with this show? So listen, girls, we need, what the fuck do you want us to talk about? Because I had no idea that coming up with like topics and concepts was going to be this hard. And we were on a motherfucking roll for a good period of time because we had like episodes lined up with shit we were going to talk about. So girls, listen, cut us some slack. We're not experts. We're still learning um, about podcasting. And I would love to hear some more feedback. So pause this show and leave a review. Please, five stars. Please don't hurt us, please. And let us motherfucking know what you want us to talk about, what y'all need to know, what your pussy is yearning for. Also, like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that when, like, for example, two weeks ago when that podcast came out, me, neither me or you wanted it to come out. No. People were mad at us for it and left bad reviews. And I'm like, it's so messed up because one, that episode shouldn't have come out, but we already, we mean you've already talked about that and like. Let's just say it wasn't up to us. It wasn't up to us. Something was, happened. Some Something with the file got cryptid, corrupted, whatever, and it wouldn't translate. And so the, the like first 17 minutes of the clip started like looping for some reason. I don't fucking know. I'm not a, a fucking tech guru. But um, it was fucked up. We didn't want the episode to come out. And it came out anyways, because fuck what we have to say. Who cares what people think about us, right? Um, and so basically... <laughs> The episode came out anyways And you know we were told They'll understand They will I don't give a fuck And they'll understand No they won't It's embarrassing on us And that's exactly what it was And nobody got backlash Except for me and you Oh my god And that's what we said But we don't know nothing We know nothing So girls Please Just let us know Like what you want ongoing Because that That particular episode That was not we did not want that. That's not the the. That's not what we wanted to put out. Um, but something happened, and we were in a crunch of time. And I was like, "Look, I'll rush home, and we'll re-record a new episode." But it had to come out when it had to come out. So that's on that. But besides that, um, it is it is difficult coming up with um, concepts and ideas of things to talk about um, because you know. For a, a period of time, we were recording like four or five episodes in one sitting and we would already have things lined up. And now we're like doing them every week again, like once a week doing one episode. And we're just like really catching you guys up on what happened in the whole week. And like sometimes there's just like not a lot of chills. Um, but um, I will say, <sighs> yeah, I'm out of ideas. Let's talk about Valentine's Day, though. Valentine's Day was yesterday, y'all. So Valentine's Day is like really fun for me because I want to have kids. But like growing up, Valentine's Day was always like something that me and my mom did. And so um, it's definitely different, like having kids and like being married and stuff. But like I've always just thought it was such a cute little holiday, Um, you know, a little holiday of love. But also in February, the month of February, it's my anniversary, too. So like that's just fun in itself. But we didn't really do much. Um, we just got Greenlee some little gifts because Princeton's still a baby. So there's really, I mean, what am I going to get him? Chocolate? Mmm, gorgeous. Um, but 
I was going to like try to find something like sentimental that he could keep forever because that's kind of like what I did for Greenlee's first Christmas. I got her that blanket that she's obsessed with still and it's just something sentimental, but I feel like I never have time for anything. Like I'm always like in a rush to get things done and then I end up not doing it and it sucks, but that's just the life you live when you're a mother, but also like, I want to talk about the license situation because like, it's really bothering me. So let's oh, go on a break. Bullshit. Yeah. Let's go on a little break and then we're going to come back and talk about the license situation. Okay. Period. Her. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Howdy. <laughs> so basically, I've just been like really irritated because I've been more than patient when it comes to the license situation. Um, I, I did everything that I was supposed to do back in 2019 in order to get my license, even though I knew that I wouldn't be able to get it back for a few years, whatever. Went ahead and got it done. Um, and I found out probably a year ago that I could get my license back on February 3rd. As you know, today is February 16th or 15th and I still don't have my license so I'm very annoyed because when I called the DMV they were basically like you need to you know do this and this and that's it so I already have all that done but basically I did extra classes that I didn't need to do and so I was waiting on um some paperwork to get back for me to send over to this lady that did my clinical evaluation. And then I ended up calling the people that I did the classes with in 2019. And they were like, you didn't have to do any of this. We just would have sent in a letter for you that you completed everything. And I was like, okay, well, can we go ahead and still do that? And they were like, yes. He said, but first we need the information um, that the lady has that did your clinical evaluation. I was like, okay, cool, cute and gorgeous. So I called the people and the lady was like, yeah, it'll take about a week to get there to the guy. And I was like, okay, cool. It's been over a week. I cannot get in touch with fucking anybody. Of course. I, I have his personal number. I called him and called him and called him over the weekend. He texts me back. He goes, hey, I'll call you on Monday. It's Tuesday. Haven't heard from him. I called him twice yesterday and texted him. Ignored me. Um, and tried to call today. He didn't text me back. And it's just, it's very frustrating. And I'm fucking over it. Because this is the thing. I have two children. And like before, it really wouldn't have mattered you know, and I'm blessed. Like, obviously I work from home, but like still like every time Princeton has a doctor's appointment, Gavin has to get off early. It's just very, it's so much work that easily could be solved if I just got my license back. But being that it's not these people's license or their life, they don't give a fuck. And 
I've been, I've literally haven't drove in three years. Like how much longer do y'all want me to fucking wait? Like it doesn't take that long. And the guy's like, yeah, I, I texted him. I said, the only thing I need is a letter saying that I completed the clinical evaluation. It's completed. He said, no, we're just going to send them a letter that you're completed with everything. Okay, but can you go ahead and give me something so I can get the fucking license? Right. Like, you're, take, you're wasting my fucking time. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm fucking over it because there's nothing that you can do, you know? Um, unless I go up there and I'm like, demand it. And that's what Gavin said that he would do. He was like, why don't I just take off work one day and I take you up there and you just fucking get it. Because it's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It took me two weeks to even get them on the phone for them to even help me. Get Bitch, my- I would be up there so quick. Where's my shit? It just don't make sense. Like, I've never, even Gavin said that he's never, like, seen somebody trying to, like, hold your own information. Like, why are you trying to hold my own information? That doesn't even- it's the government, girl. They would like to make everything difficult for us people. I mean, it's just so fucking frustrating. I'm about to text him right now as we speak. I'm That's about to why put the government um, can suck my pussy lips dry. Hold on one second. Princeton's crying, y'all. I'll, I'm gonna uh, put his little pacifier in. You know, put that, put that little pacifier in. Thank you, bitch. So, um, while she goes takes care of business, we're just gonna have a moment, girls. Um. So, something that a lot of people have been telling me recently um, is that, and and this is something my ex used to tell me all the time, is that I need to have a cartoon. Like, I look like a cartoon character. And, like, my life, I feel like the storyline would just be the most iconic cartoon. Like, we need to get that in, in the works. So, Pixar, Disney, somebody, one of you bitches, Nickelodeon somebody hit me up because we're gonna make a cartoon and it's gonna be so crazy I got so many stories to tell y'all okay so um I don't know if you know anybody have them hit me up have your people contact my people okay thank you so much okay now that you're back bitch god damn oh my god what is happening these cheap 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 cords so yeah i'm just like frustrated because also like i did this clinical evaluation by the way i already took that in 2019 i ended up paying for another clinical evaluation that i didn't even need Uh. right um and so she was like hey i need um some i need three people to basically confirm that you've been sober for this amount of time um she said i need um paperwork stating that you completed all these things i got all that shit up i'm ready to go um, and it just like dawned on me. I was like, wait a fucking minute. Like, I feel like I'm like doing all this extra shit for no reason. So I called, um, these people that I did the classes with and they were like, yeah, we're just going to do it all for you, which at the time sounded a lot easier. And now I'm just like, now y'all are just wasting my fucking time. You know, I can't stand it. Like I got a fucking nice car ready for me to drive, but I can't drive it because of you mother suckers. Like, what the fuck? Like, I already have to pay out the ass. That's another thing, too. I have to pay out the ass for SR-22 insurance. I have to hold that for a year. The longer I wait to get my license, the longer I'm going to have to have that shit. It's taking too fucking long. It's pissing me off. I'm about to text these bitches right now. You can text them? Yeah, he gave me his personal number. Well, personally, hurry the fuck up. So what do I say? Hey, bitch, I'm dying. Help. S-O-fucking-S. Send me my shit. Run me my information. I need my license. I can't keep going on like this. What are you not understanding in your little peon peasant brain? Yeah, it just don't make no sense. And the thing is, is like when we talked on the phone, he really seemed like he was eager and ready to help me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you can't even respond to a text message. He don't give a fuck. Like, make it make sense. (sighs) Okay, so... Yeah, per Tasia. What? What gives you purpose in life? Where do you find purpose? Where do I find purpose? Honestly, mm-hmm. that's hard because sometimes like I feel like I'm losing it. Oh. That was deep. Purpose. No, I'm serious. Purpose. Like, purpose. It's a it's like a I feel like it's a battle, like, because like if I answer the question, it's probably not gonna be honest because I'm really like don't I don't really I don't know like 
lately, like I've really been struggling with like my mental health and like kind of understanding what my purpose is or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. Like I've been really like deep thinking about that lately. Like, obviously, like I know my purpose is like a mother and like my kids give me purpose and like my family and my husband and all these things. But like, when I actually like sit down and think about it, like, what do I like, if somebody was to say, Hey, what do you do in your in your free time? Like, I don't really I can't even answer that. Like I sit on my phone, you know, so like, I really need to start like venturing out and like, finding things that I like to do and like getting out of my comfort zone. Because I think for so many years, I have been like, skewed by like what that really means does that make sense mm-hmm. because like so many people have asked me like what's your hobbies and like I really don't have any like I used to like to read but like now I don't I can't read and like I am so like I can never get my mind to like focus enough for me to figure out like what is my hobby you know I just wake up and do the same things every day well I guess being a mother that is a purpose in itself like and like, yeah, I like to shop. I like to spend money. That Good night, I I do. It's bad. It's so it bad. It is bad. It's very bad. It's so bad. And like, I don't know why it's such a problem for me. And I even told Gavin, I was like, I I think what it is is because like I sit home, and then when the kids are taking a nap or something, like, what do I? What do you want? What am I supposed to do? Sit here and like twiddle my thumbs? No, I paint my what, toenails. I, I think what it is. Is because we've been on like both sides of the spectrum, and I think what it is, and I know like speaking to my great grandmother and my grandmother, like they've both. I think I inherited this problem because they are hoarders. Like my great grandmother is an organized hoarder. Like she has everything. Looks like a beautiful museum. You know, you've been to Nanny's house. Yeah, very cute and gorgeous. Um, but I've also always accumulated stuff and the way she always explained that to me because it has always been like an issue in the family. Like, why do you keep accumulating more and more stuff? And she always said, because she grew up in the great depression, she was dirt poor, like didn't even have shoes to go to school and people would make fun of her. And so when she came up, came up on some money, she felt like she had to hold on to everything because that meant that she wasn't poor if you catch my drift and my girl i mean there we've been up down up down up down financially and so now that you you know you find comfort in like buying things like sometimes i go to starbucks not even because i really wanted starbucks but because that is like a comfort to me and it sounds so corny and so like weird but like for real like I get that and I'm like I can afford the six dollar coffee and that sounds so like stuck up maybe but like it brings brings like some type of comfort to me I I don't know yeah and also like I have an addictive personality and so things that I used to do for fun would be like, Oh, like let's drink, like let's do this and that. And so like, I don't do that anymore. So like I have to like find something else to use my addictive side on. And I think yeah. that it's become shopping because shopping it's bad. Like, Oh, and it's already bad separately, but every time we get together, that's yeah, the only and, thing we do. And the thing is, is you would think that like on myself, like, no, like I love getting other people gifts. I love, like my kids have so many pajamas for what? I went through Greenlee's pajamas and when I tell you that she has so many posh peanut and little bum bums pajamas, like it's ridiculous. Like every time there's a new arrival, she does not need a new pair of pajamas, you know? And in my head, it's so weird. And so like there's even times, Cam, where like I will have it in a shopping cart. It'll stay in there for days. I'll think of, I'll, I'll be obsessing over it for four days. And I'm like, if you just get it, if you just buy it, it won't be in the shopping cart anymore. It won't keep taunting you. So then I end up giving it and buying it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just what comes with having an addictive personality. Like you went from drugs, alcohol to now spending. And I'm the same way, spending or overeating, overindulging period. Like yeah. in substances, like I'd be going on benders sometimes. <laughs> And this, also, this weekend was one of them. I I cannot drink for a while. Like I'm not drinking or doing nothing for a long period of time. But also, like I've realized, 
and this is so weird is that I came to the realization that I, when I, I have to be in control of things in my life. And for some reason, I feel like I have to control my eating for some reason. Like it, my, my life is like revolved around eating and it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not. It's not normal at all. And so I really need to talk to somebody about it because like it's slowly getting worse and worse and worse. And like I eat enough food. Don't get me wrong. But the calorie counting and like the the, the body checking. Yes, you're getting excessive with it. I mean, you're obsessing. Yeah, the body checking, the scale checking, hopping on the scale, it's bad. And so like I was doing research and I was like trying to figure out like what is the root of this. But I remember when I was in prison, I didn't have control over anything. And so that's what I controlled in there was my weight. Maybe that's just what it is. You don't feel like you have control because you can't even drive. You have to stay in the house. You have to watch your children. Maybe that's why. Yeah. And but also like there was something I was reading up on. It's like. Mm -hmm. OC the OCD and it was saying that like when you are OCD like that is another thing that can be like a root of like an eating disorder I guess because like that's pretty much what what I go through would be labeled as is an eating disorder because like there you should not allow food to control your life you should not be centered around food does that make sense yeah. Regardless if you're not starving yourself or not, which is I'm not doing that, but like it should not control you that much. Or when you eat a little bit more than you want, you shouldn't be so distraught that it ruins your whole day. You know what I'm saying? And that's I feel like that's where I'm at with it. And I'm glad that I can talk about this on the podcast because I feel like on TikTok, like it's so hard for me to get on there and be like, hey, this is like what I'm going through or like, you know what I'm saying? It's just harder to do that on TikTok. Because also, like, when I get on TikTok, I don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to see people talking about that. You know, like, I want to see, like, happy things, like, things that cheer me up. So I don't want to get on there and talk about that. But, like. But that's. Okay. That's you. Like, there's a lot of people who see stuff like that and they feel uplifted and they feel like they've regained a power. So, like, not saying that you necessarily need to get on TikTok and talk about that, but. Just because you as an individual don't want to see that kind of stuff doesn't mean that a big part of your audience wouldn't appreciate and like really take from that. Because, I mean, the, the podcast is like 45 minutes to an hour plus and it's easy to get lost like something very valuable that we talk about. It's easy to get lost in this hour long episode, whereas a TikTok you intentionally have to go out and like okay i'm gonna spend one minute doing this dancing or talking about this like so not saying that you need to get on tiktok and like yeah but you easily could and i don't want you to feel like oh because i personally don't want to see that somebody else doesn't want to because everybody is different and i'm sure there is somebody watching you who is going through the same things who would appreciate hearing that and they don't even tune into our podcast yeah so but TikTok is very, um, I feel like they, I don't know, the, the algorithm is so weird. It might not even like reach anybody because how they fucking. It is. It's very it weird. Box. Yeah, no, it is weird. A lot of people have been going through that. Like pretty much everybody that I follow has been like going through that. It's really weird. It's like, for some reason, I can only hear myself in one ear. It's these ghetto chords. There we go. Um yeah, it's really weird. So, like, that's another thing. Too. Like, I've been trying not to, like, stress about that either. Like, my, like, what I want to post is, it should be, like, what I want to post because I have but to. But you could even post it on your second account because that's, yeah. like, whatever. But, like, you know what? I Something, it's something that, like, I'm going through at this phase in my life because it was the same thing on Vine. Like, there was, when I was going through this too, like, every little thing was bothering me. And so, like, I just stopped posting about, like, what was bothering me because, like, if I talked about it, people would feet feet off of it and it would just it would start driving me crazy like um like when I posted something like this is what I ate in a day and like people were like literally making fun of like what I was eating like that's a trigger for me and like people keep doing it because they know that it bothers me so that's another thing like I've been very open and transparent about like the criminal history and stuff like that and now every time that it's always been brought up on a TikTok now. Now it's, oh, maybe she's rolling. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. So if I bring up 
something to do with eating and then people know that they can get to me by bringing that up, it's probably not a smart idea, you know? And that's why, like, I just haven't talked about it as well because, like, I don't want it to be fueled even more. But I, I didn't realize, like, how bad of a problem I am when it comes to the obsession about the body image and stuff like that until, like, Gavin really started noticing because he was, like, the way that you think about food and stuff is like not normal at all like the it's, way you think about yourself is not normal yeah like it's not normal he was like <clears throat> like he literally like was saying like you everybody needs food you have to eat food regardless like that's yeah. what gives you energy so for you to sit here and like base your whole day in life and uh, like literally obsess over it and like what can and can't go into, like it's it's a problem and he was like i literally if we needed to like get you to see somebody like who could give you like a meal plan or something like that, if that would make you feel better, it would be a lot better than you just like restricting yourself from things and like making yourself go crazy about it. But you know, that's something that I've struggled with for years and years and years. Like there's, there might be a year that I obsess over the eating issue. And then for a year I won't, I won't obsess over it anymore, but it always comes back. It's always a constant battle. So like, I don't even know if, if once you've had an eating disorder, like, do you ever recover from it? I think it's always going to be like a, like a battle. And the, there's a TikToker that was talking about it. She has, um, what is it? Uh, like she binge eats or something. And then throws up. Yeah. And she said that her teeth, what is her name? Oh girl, that's literally, I've had to stop doing that because I was turning into a bulimia girl. But she was talking about it. And like, I never would have thought that she was struggling with that because obviously like behind social media, it's Are you actual, talking about I think I know who you're talking about. She does makeup. Michaela. Yes. I fucking love her. Yeah, no, she's talked about that um, being a problem that she's faced. And that's honestly, so there's different sides of the spectrum with eating disorders. And I have, I would say the opposite of you. Like I, I go through phases too, where one day I'll gorge myself and then the next day I'll starve myself. And some days if I overeat, I will gag myself and it, that the whole like bulimia thing has only became a problem in the past like six months. We're gonna have to do a trigger warning for this video too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm like every time I go and eat, I'm throwing up. I mean, obviously, I'm still thick as fuck. But um, if I like feel like I've overeaten, I absolutely do go and gag myself. But it is something I'm personally gonna have to cut out because my teeth are like the most important thing to me. And my teeth are pretty perfect. And that is a side effect is everything is a trade off. And if you're going to do that, like you're going to burn up your esophagus, you're going to eat up the enamel in your teeth, it will cause your hair to fall out. And I can't afford to be out here looking like a tumbleweed ass bitch, because I couldn't get a grip on my eating. Um, so it, it's just crazy that people can be struggling but like the same thing but on different sides of it like i'm not obsessing about what i put in my body but i am overdoing it and hurting myself to the point where i feel like i physically have to go gag myself um <laughs> so yeah what great topics for y'all to hear we love it but this is us so we're gonna go. We're on fucked a, up. We're gonna <laughs> go into a, a little break, and we'll be right back. Hey, girls, we're back. So let's just like jump ship because we've traumatized enough people already with our fucked up lives. Um. Also, my mic wasn't on. I want to say that. Like we get so many messages where people are like, thank you for making me laugh. Like I look forward to your podcast. Like you guys are such a light. And sometimes like I feel bad for talking about stuff like this because like if people are like looking for like a lift me up, this week's episode probably wouldn't be that. But I feel like this podcast is more of is more of like a therapeutic session for us at times too. So like mm. obviously when we, there, it's not every day where we're going to be like in a silly goofy mood. There's some things that we're still struggling with as everybody else. But um, I also like, I hate talking about things like this. And that's why, like, I feel like for, we've almost been doing this podcast for a year. Like, there's not many times where, like, I talk about things that are that personal. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm still learning to be more open about stuff. Because for some reason, like, I don't like being vulnerable at all. Like, I can't stand it. 
Um, but it is what it is. And like, I don't want people to be like, oh, we should feel so, so bad for her and she needs us. No, like, but no, not is, like that is, at all. But like, it is something that I'm struggling with. And like, I, I, I'm not saying like, oh, poor pitiful me, like at all. This is something that I battled with for years, Yeah. but I just needed to get that off my chest because it's like really, really bothering me. And I know that, uh, it's getting a little bit like ridiculous girl. But going back to like where we find purpose, I mean, yes, <clears throat> we do go over serious topics. We've like really shared a lot on this podcast, um, especially in the beginning half of our episodes. But um, when people hear us talk about these things, I mean, they I'm sure a lot of people feel not so alone because they're like, it's easy to look at you like through Instagram and TikTok and be like, wow, her life is perfect. She is the standard. She is this, that, and the third. And then, you know, they might tune into the podcast and they're going through what you're going through. And then they hear you talk about it. And while, yeah, they might not be like, yay, we're both struggling. They will feel a sense of like, you know what? It's going to be okay because I'm not alone. And that, going back to purpose that is how i find purpose like i might not be like the most viral sensation on tiktok but i have a core group of people who come back again and again and again and check up on me and i do receive a lot of messages daily where people tell me that me just being myself and existing dressing the way i dress talking the way i talk just being myself makes them feel like they can be who they are and that is something that that's honestly the most rewarding feeling like outside of any monetary value like hearing people verbally come up to me in public and to see the messages that I get again and again of people being like you being yourself makes me feel safe like I feel like I can be myself you give me confidence and I'm not the most confident person contrary to what people think but all I could ever ask for and, and hope for is that by living, people would, you know, feel good about themselves. That's all I've ever wanted. I don't care where you come from, what you got going on, what size you are, how big, how small. We all have a purpose and we all are a vital piece of the puzzle. And we all have skills that other people may not have. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. And <clears throat> no matter where you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what you got going on, there is something about you. You you are unique and you are special and you do have a purpose. And so I can only strive to make people feel like they should be themselves. Cause I feel like when you, when you're not being yourself, you can't really step into your purpose and you can't really be comfortable. Like I, I think back, like before I came out of the closet, all the fucking shenanigans I was putting on all the fucking shows I was putting on being somebody I wasn't because I wanted to please everybody else. And I couldn't feel secure and, and safe and confident in who I was until I was like, you know what? Fuck. I don't give a fuck what Papa thinks. I don't give a fuck what this bitch thinks. I'm going to be myself. And when I came out of the closet, it was like night and day, like a fucking light switch switch. The next fucking day I came to school with a purse on bitch and I had fucking makeup on my face. The day before I was telling people that I liked pussy. Okay. And I'm not even kidding. Like, and then I came out of the closet, not saying that, you know, my purpose comes from me being gay. What I'm saying though, is like, I, I, I learned to step into my skin and who I was. And I tried to implement that in everything I post. And when people pick up on that and they're like, you make me feel com com comfortable and confident. That's where I find purpose. Um, so bringing back to you and your situation, yes, it is vulnerable, but at the same time, people listening can really appreciate looking at somebody like you who they think is perfect and has everything together and to know that they are not as fucked up as they think they are because even their fave is just equally as fucked up. It's easy to look at somebody on the internet and think they've got it all together. But I'm telling you, every creator that you follow, every creator you listen to, every artist you listen to, they all have a world of fucking issues that they don't really speak about. And that's what I do love about us having a podcast is being transparent and being, you know, open and honest about 
on the days when we are struggling or the days that we're, we're having good days or, you know, like some episodes, the whole episode we're laughing and some episodes were like clearly burnout and clearly like got a lot on our mind. <clears throat> and, and that's another thing too. Like, I think that me and you were talking about like last week, there was comments saying like they feel like we're getting lazy and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, that's what's gotten to me the past week, honestly, because this this show is important to me. Like we're not we don't have it all together and we don't have it all figured out. But, but we also don't have help with this as well. Like yeah. we w- this is all new to us and like we thought it w- we were going to have more help than we've had, which is fine. Like it's a learning experience and we needed that, but like people don't understand like it's not as easy as like you would think it's we didn't not... have all the the right tools like we we wanted to do I, I really wanted to do a podcast and now that we have it you know it is what it is but we didn't like take like a how-to podcast like we didn't really spend months of time like collecting data listening to other podcasts like i thought 52 episodes because we are you know we <clears throat> we're in contract for 52 episodes i thought that would be easy i was like fuck yeah we can just talk for days and like obviously the show's not going anywhere we're gonna definitely continue these episodes but um the 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 feedback in the past week because we went from having five stars since we started to like we've had like maybe five or six bad reviews and then in the last week we got like so many and like that i read the i read the reviews and so when i saw that i was like oh my god like we got to get it together but like i just want y'all to know like it is difficult outside of just having a podcast but like your faves they struggle and they go through things and i guess that's the takeaway from this episode like it's it's really not always so cute and gorgeous but also too like people i feel like another thing is to like always just try to and i have to say this for myself like sometimes like when i speak things i'm like girl but you don't even you need to what is it practice what you preach but that's not really what I'm trying to say but like I guess to be like more compassionate because like that's something that I still have to work on too like we don't know like what's going on behind the scenes like we have no idea yeah but like also like the only people that like I don't like I said I don't drive so like even when we do the podcast lately like the kids are here they're napping before that like my mom could get the kids more, but you know, she can't really take off work during the week. And like, my mom is pretty much the only person like who gets the kids like all the time and like wants to get them. And like, it really enjoys to get the kids. And like, you know, my dad has gotten them a few times. Like, I'm very grateful for that. But like, I don't really have that many people that I can be like, Hey, like, I need you to come get the kids so that we can take all this time for the pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lately, when we've been recording, the kids are here. Oh, yeah. And that does stress you out. And yeah, it, it's hard because I'm, I'm like, I'm always in fear that they're going to wake up or like, you know, like. And you're already, we're both already scatterbrained as fuck. So when one of them starts crying, it like. Throws us off. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, but like, especially with one, we're both mental health, but two, we do have a lot going on and we're still learning just because we've been doing the podcast for so many weeks. Doesn't mean that we should still have it together. Like it's not easy. It's not the same thing as doing a TikTok, you know, it's not, but I've had a lot of fun doing the show. I don't want to, I don't want to sound so pessimistic, but at the same time, girls, let us know in the reviews, like, what do y'all like? What do y'all want us to talk about? Because, you know, the whole, like, idea behind this podcast, I thought it would be a great idea to us, as two very different creators, come together and really discuss our mental health, our life, our background, and how we rose to this place that we're at. And with throughout the, you know, podcast, really express the traumas that we've been through the the history that we have together and separately and how we've kind of overcame but like we've kind of talked and hashed out literally so much that it it is getting to a point where we're like okay what are we going to talk about now what is the what is the future of unfazed and unbothered and we are working on that and you know yeah just just be patient with us girls is that a new tattoo on your hand yes okay i did (gasps) we both got i saw that is so cute and gorgeous i love it it's healing. It's healing still, though, but it looks kind of weird. But when it was, yeah. oh my gosh, mine is healing and so crappy looking right now. But I did for the vi- for the audio listeners. I do have. We both have new tattoos. That's something exciting. Um, 
uplifting. I love tattoos, like getting tattoos on my body. Just it really getting a tattoo is a therapy in itself because it's pain. But it's like I'm going to tell you, the, really the guy is. who did this tattoo was so rough. I told Gavin, I said, it makes me never want to get a tattoo again. That's but, a tough spot, though, because that was. Yeah, hell. It, it is. And but also like he I noticed because so. Gavin and I had planned, so basically every year on our anniversary, we're going to go get a tattoo. So we already got that one together, and then we got the second one together. And so we were like, we're going to see the same guy. So we go into the tattoo place, and we waited for hours. Like We ended up having to leave, and they called us to come back. And when we get there, uh, we thought that the guy that was going to tattoo both of us, we thought he was going to tattoo both of us, but he didn't. It was a new guy. So he, the new guy ends up tattooing Gavin, and then another dude tattooed me that we wanted him to do both of ours. And Gavin didn't like his, how his turned out. Mine looks way different than his. Mine is like darker. It, the shading was more. And he was like really upset. And he was like literally upset when we left. Because, you know, he has, he's sleeved out. Like he has yeah. a lot of tattoos. He literally looks at me and he goes, I have never gotten a tattoo that I wasn't happy with. I said, are you really not happy? He said, look at the difference. And I was like, no, they look the same. And when we held it up, it is a complete difference. And he was like, did you notice how nervous he was? I said, yeah, I did notice that. I said, but I figured that after he would, or after he started, he would be okay. He said, no, he was nervous the whole time. I should have said something before I left, but I'm going to show you a picture. So he's going to have to go back and tell the guy that did mine to To fix fix his, like to shade it and stuff. But like, even like when we took a picture next to it, it's different. That's why like I didn't post it or anything but like he was so upset and he that's what he he said i literally have never been look at the look at mine and look at his Um, my thing though is like it really bothers me like if you're not confident to do somebody's tattoo why are you doing it like why are we like why okay so i will say it's definitely savable it's really the only difference really is the shading Shading. it's the shading thank god okay because when you were describing it to me i thought it was going to be like shit it's getting very much amateur shading but that could easily be Be fixed fixed. thank god um but i agree like if you're not comfortable and confident don't take paying customers like well you know it was also funny was that when so when the guy was like hey i'm ready for y'all i'm first and he goes no i want to do him so, like, I guess he figured that the other guy was going to be done with the tattoo that he was doing, and he didn't want to do me. So, when we left, I said, you know, that's real weird that he didn't want to tattoo me. He was like, probably because, I don't know if it's because I'm a girl or what it was, but I was like, okay, period. But, yeah, I mean, I, I mean I've always taken tattoos well. Even if I'm in pain, nobody's going to know it. Yeah. I can be I can be still as fuck too. Yeah, and Gavin was like, I, I told him I said, and maybe never want to get a tattoo again. He was like, I couldn't tell. I said no because you're not going to be able to. Like I will sit there and cry my eyes out before. I mean, not cry my eyes out. Like I, you will literally never know that I'm in pain. Yeah, tattoos are not um, pleasant. That was the worst one I've gotten therapy. though. Even over this one that took multiple times in literally 14 hours, Oof. that one hurt the worst. <laughs> Yeah, tattoos, different parts of your body just hurt differently. I did also get my butterfly touched up ever so slightly because my um, antennas on my butterfly, they looked like moth antennas. They were so short and stubby, and so he also fixed that. But I did get 36 for the audio listeners. I got 36 on my hand because that is my angel number. Um, A lot of people be asking about angel numbers, especially – last summer and summer before because i was all like fully immersed into angel numbers like angel numbers can be a sequence of numbers like the you know the threes like two to two four 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 um but then other people just have specific numbers like when i see like two to two i'm like okay per like i'm in the right place at the right time um but my specific angel number i really don't even know how it came to be um but three six i started seeing it a lot and then I started noticing a nine around it all the time too. But three six is like the core number, and three plus six equals nine. I know it sounds probably crazy to people who are not in, immersed into like angel numbers, but like anytime I'm having an idea or an epiphany, I'll see three six somewhere. Like I'll like check out at a restaurant, and my total will be six thirty six. Or I'll get somewhere, and it'll be like three thirty six. Or I'll leave, and it'll be like four thirty six. No caller ID. That really freaks me out when people do that. Girl is a scammer. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I got my angel number and I'm living for it. I love the medieval font. It looks so cute and gorgeous. It's going to look great in pictures. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I want to get this fucking microphone tattoo covered up because it looks like shit. 
I went through a phase where I just wanted to be like covered in tattoos when I was like poor and couldn't afford good tattoos. And I was like, fucking crackheads do my tattoos. Take, learn, live vicariously through my mistakes. Don't fucking do a bitch. If you want a tattoo, you need to commit. Remember when I was pregnant with Greenlee and like you went to go get a tattoo and I was like talking about somebody that this guy that was trash and had like bad teeth or something. (gasps) And the tattoo artist goes, well, I have rotten teeth. I used to call him Graveyard Grill. And I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't talking about you, Graveyard Girl. Okay. I was talking about somebody else, but since you feel hit, fuck you. Okay, but okay, see, that's a perfect example of how you have to be a little more aware of your surroundings. I know, because my dumb ass be like, what? Yeah, girl. Oh, shit. Oh, shit on my biscuit. Sorry. (laughs) No, because he literally was missing all of his teeth, and you were talking about somebody who was toothless Tommy, and he's just over there digging in my arm like, Wait a minute now, goddamn it! I ain't got no. <laughs> like he, he was, he was. I think he was more affected because he wanted to fuck you, low key. Like he, we were. I was no, going, he did not. Yes, he I did. was pregnant as hell, and he wanted girl. you. Oh no, he didn't, ma'am. He thought she was very cute and gorgeous, but he was not cute and gorgeous. New no, man whatsoever. Um, Ow! Don't hit me again. It was not it, but anyways. Um, Friend, I think I feel like you, you. I remember, like back in the day, you used to always say that. Oh, he won't. She, no, they but don't. But he told he would ask about you all the time because I would go and get tattoos at this place all like a lot. I'm not going to disclose that location because they're trash and I don't recommend. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I would go there and get tattoos done, and I brought her with me one time, like a long time ago. Like this was like 2018, 2019, 2018 ish, and. I would bring her with me if, uh, a, a time or two, and he, after that, would always ask about you. Always would ask about you. And he'd be like, you need to hook me up. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, not in a million fucking years. Yeah, no ma'am clam. No ma'am, no You hand, can no suck on his spam. hand. No, period, because it was just not giving sauce. What was sad is that he was he went to like the school in my town, and he was actually very cute. Um, but dental, got, dental hygiene is well, very important. He, but he was doing the methroni and cheeses. Yes, he was. Methroni and cheeses. And we don't need that. We don't need that in no, our life. No, we um, don't. No offense. God but bless. y'all got to get it together because your teeth will rot out of your head. And you don't want to be looking like a fucking Waffle House bitch. No offense to the Waffle House bitches listening. Um, <laughs> we love you, but at the same time. I like them hash browns. I hate the like. You can't say anything or think anything because people are like that is so rude. Like, girl, listen, stop. look, something should not be excused. Like, people need to fucking put on a goddamn deodorant. Okay, people need to brush their teeth. Like, I can't deal with the excuses. Like, we need to take we need to take care of ourselves. Like, literally, as best as you can. Like, obviously, there's some people who really, literally can't. Like, they don't have a house, and that's a whole other thing. But like. Listen, people love to think that their shit don't stink, and they think that yeah. they're, like, such good people. Let me tell you, like we all talk shit. Yeah. Every human being, every one of you listening. I need to do better. At least I can say that. I need to do better. Yes, we do. But the thing is, here's the difference. We, everyone talks shit. We all make observations. I can't stand when people are like, really? That's mean. That's mean, bitch, because you be kiki and ha-ha. You know who, you yeah, you know who friends. this is reminding me of? Who? Bilson. 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 Looking like a real shit. Yeah, I can't stand people are like that. Because it's like, we all think it and we all say that, okay? Stop gatekeeping yourself. No, okay, I can't. No, it, it's it's really obnoxious because everyone does talk shit. Like, but there's a difference. There's a fine line. Like, personally, we would never, like, if I'm ever in public, I'm going to wait for the bitch to pass. I'm like, bitch, who the fuck she was wearing? Like right. I would, I can't stand a bitch who's like so blatantly obvious that they're talking shit because I care about people's feelings and like yeah, but I also ne- they're can't never gonna hear our thoughts when like, like people you know? try to make you feel bad. Like I'm not gonna lie, I went through a phase where I was making you feel bad about shit, but I'm like, girl, shut your mouth. Like when I look back, I'm like, okay, like because I was trying to do better, so like I had to be like that if I wanted to do better. But like now I'm looking back, like no, ma'am, no, ma'am, because we're not gonna do that because no, we, we all we all think. Yeah, like, we're, yeah. And you can share it amongst your bestels. Like, we be talking shit all the time. Yeah, period. But I would, but I would never, <laughs> like, I would never try to, like, hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, be feelings. a fucking asshole. But, like, yeah, we all think it, whatever. Right. Like, that picture is giving very much praying manis, you know? It was giving But you know what? Let me season. just say this, too. 
as as harsh as I may be on other people, I am worse on myself. Oh yeah. So no, like same. people are like you're such a bit. I'm a bitch to myself. We're as not well. just casting stones in glass houses. No, because we do it to ourselves. Oh so yeah. So it's like that's just it's it, it comes with the mental illness. Yeah. It does. It does. Um, but by no means is this us encouraging anyone to bully people. Again, let me emphasize. We I do. do I just hate people. a perfect, perfect Polly who will be like. There's no such thing as a perfect. perfect yeah. Polly. Who will be like? Mm, we're not. No, that's me. My mother told me if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything <laughs> off. Bitch, why don't you suck the shit from my hole? I can't stand you, bitches. Because y'all, y'all seriously, the second my faggot ass walks by y'all, y'all turn y'all's noses up to me. So oh don't my even. gosh, and it's always the same people. It's always the carbon copy same ass bitch, like the Vera Bradley ass bitch. I'm sorry, ho, but I'm both. Vanetta and your motherfucking Vera Bradley bitch. No, you know what's so crazy is this is another thing that gets me heated is like these it's the crowd that like just has to have their nose up like I'm going to church every Sunday. Oh but fucking shut first up. First of all, I love church. I love Jesus WWJD and when when Jesus do. But like I'm telling you these same bitches like when I'm out in public with the kids like I feel like they're like who the fuck this 12 year old with two children and like I'll see them like look at my hands and see if I'm married god forbid I didn't have a ring on my fucking finger you know what I'm saying but they're still judging me because like this fucking trifling bitch first mom was 24 years fucking oh thank you for not asking but like the same bitches you know what I'm saying so I don't even know where I was going with that but try me I can't know I actually recently went to this um flea market and this guy was like he had a bible but he he's not educated quite yet but he was you could tell he was really trying he was trying like he was like hey can i talk to you for a minute and i was like yeah but he was giving major fuck me eyes like <gasps> not i could tell he wanted he wanted my blissy. he wanted my blissy pie but um he was like so are you're you're a transgender and i was like no and i had to like kind of educate him on what i said no i'm a woman Girl, stop. I'm not a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a man, okay? People are still confused. But anyways, um, I was kind of, you know, educating him on the topic. But he was just, like, talking about how he, too, as someone who is, like, super self-righteous and goes to church regularly, he can't stand how people be turning their nose up to people like me. And I'm like, who are you? Like, why do you, why do people think that because they go to church on Sunday and they carry their Bible in a Vera Bradley Bible thing, like that they're suddenly such oh my great, gosh, they're God's chosen me. people. Like that's why I love the church that we go to, which I'm very sad, but like our pastor is leaving, and so we're going to go to a different church. But like that's why I love our church because the people are so different. Like I've never met it. I literally have never been to a church like that. That's why I didn't go to church for so many years because like I felt so uncomfortable because I'm like, what? Like this is not my. This is not me at all but like there was even um like yeah, everybody's just so like accepting there i guess and there was even a post that like um somebody that i go to church like they made and it was like basically like pointing fingers at everybody in the ch- at everybody at a church that tries to point fingers because like we're all we all sin we all yeah. go through our own shit and like we have no business doing that um i wonder though if somebody like me walked up in that bitch how they would be because um, I've had, listen, no, I mean, no offense, I've never been to your church, so yeah. I can't speak on your church. But I have went to church with people who've been like, oh my God, this church is just so welcoming. And then you go in and, and it's. And I go and everyone's like, what the fuck? Who bought this faggot in here? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know, you're, you're like, uh, you're highly favored. So you're probably, I, I'm not going to speak for that church because I don't know that church from Adam's house. No, it's but. very, I know exactly what you're saying. It's very small. It's a recovery church and by oh, recovery. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a recovery church. It's very small. It's not big at all. And it's a recovery church, which is not just for like people with addiction and stuff like that. No, it's for marital issues, people that, you know, have kind of been. Okay, so everyone's kind of been fucked up. Or, er, or yeah, are everybody. Up. Yeah, exactly. Like a okay, lot of people okay. there, the same um, position that me and Gavin have been in, like they are literally still in addiction, but they go in, they're not judged. Um, Like it's very, you, like you don't feel judged when you go in. Okay. And like there was a, a church that's local about where we live. Like I don't like it because it's like massive and like it's exactly what you would think a church would be and like no mm-hmm. man plan. But, um, there's also, um, there's so many different people that go there that I've noticed and nobody looks at anybody like that. And that's why I really like it. That's why I'm very sad that we're going to a different church, but also like, so Greenlee goes to the kids daycare and like 
everybody knows everybody. And so everybody knows everybody's names, like all the kids and stuff like that. And so I don't even know a lot of people there, but people will know that green, that I'm Greenlee's mom. And so that like, Hey, Greenlee's mom, but like, they're just very close and it makes you like feel safe or when you do drop your kids off or whatever. But yeah, it's the only church I've ever liked. And so I'm really hoping that the new church we go to will be good because I'm sad. Yeah, no, that, that does sound like a very accepting church. Cause like I said, I've been to other churches where people tried to sell me on them being so accepting. I didn't know that there were churches out there that like literally were a recovery church. Like I know that there was one in Winder, like that class that I had for recovery, but I was the only drug addict in there. Okay. So when I tell you that, like that, I was like worried about this. I was like, Oh, well the church I went to was the same way, but it, I was the only drug addict. No, it's not like that. Like, Literally everybody has the same problems, if not worse or not as, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I just love it there. Well, that's good that you have that because having like a community is very important. Um, it, It really, it's good to have people that you can relate to around you because I mean, again, people don't want to feel alone. And that's why, again, going back to the whole purpose. Just maybe speak up about it. Talk about it because people will be like, damn, me too. I love today's episode. I know it started off a little rocky, but I think we saved it in the end. Um, I think that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Again, please leave us some reviews. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Love you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.